Ah, welcome to Cashing in the Northwest. Did you know this is the official podcast of Geo Woodstock 18 in the great Pacific Northwest? Each week, we're going to talk about caches and caches from here and all around the globe. So while you're using the letters in your breakfast cereal to solve a puzzle cache, we'll be caching in the Northwest. Well, of course, that means it's time to bring in our ambitious ape. Some say he jogs to the top of Mount Rainier to warm up for a weekend of caching. And others say he's the kind of guy your parents never warned you about. Not even once. All we know is he's called Land Monkey. Well, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that one. Maybe one one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, We'll talk in the after show tonight. So hashtag Fatas about jogging to the top of Mount Rainier. I went caching with Rock Chalk this past weekend and I've got a, I got some good stories. If people were meant to go to the top of Mount Rainier, they would have put an escalator in there. (laughs) There you go. But you know what? So that's what we're going to talk about in the after show. But long before we get to the after show, we're going to talk about Going Ape 2019 with friend of the show and friend of all of ours, JT Coffee. Yay. Hello. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Hi. Good to have you here. I am so delighted to be here. This is going to be so fun. <laughs> Not as delighted as we are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... Other things that delight us, well, the support of our patrons, that also delights us. They help to keep this podcast coming each and every week. And of course, you know, Land Sharks, our corporate Denali level sponsor, we thank them very much for their support. Uh, what else? Hey, you know what? If you want to know about supporting the show, click on the Patreon link on the cashingnw.com website. And what else we really like is glows. And we need your glows. What is a glow, you ask? Well, a glow is a geocaching log of the week. Whether you wrote it, whether you read it, we want to hear about it because great logs simply make geocaching better. Send an email or a field recording to feedback at cachingnw.com. You can call into 253-693-TFTC or use the voicemail tool right there on the website and show us. How you glow. Chris, I have a question for you. Yes. For those non-technical listeners, what is this thing you call a field recording? Um, Record it right into your phone and email it to us using your voice recorder app. Do you have to do Uh, it out in the field? Well, that's usually where, you know, so you go find a really cool cache and you've got this walk back to the car. What else are you going to do? Just pop open your smartphone, start recording. Hey, guys, I found this really cool cache. And send it to us on email. Ah, there you go. And Vanna was demoing it as you were explaining what to do. (laughs) We have to have JT Coffee on more. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, this week's glow comes to us from CMWC West, who wrote, Hi, this is a really good log on my cache. The log was written by Diesel350. The cache in question here is a three and a half, four and a half, where you have to crawl in a small cache and retrieve the ammo can. Maybe that small cave. Hmm. Anyway, he or she writes, here's the log. You may also want to check out the images attached. The log reads, do not be deceived. This one is every bit of a three and a half, four and a half. Where to even begin? I suppose you could read my note posted from earlier today, look at the pics and pretty much have the whole story, but 
Well, that wouldn't quite be all of it. After two trips to Ground Zero, I decided to read the description. Get my best flashlight. Go to the local emporium of dry goods. Procure the appropriate tool for the task. Have a psych-up coffee at one of Bozeman's fine purveyors. Ooh, it's moving. Of caffeine. Meet the quintessential madman, Crazy Gamork, and set up our plan. Be advised that I'm claustrophobic. I don't mind heights or other scary deals, but close, dark, buried alive kind of places always get me. This is one of those places. On my first two trips in, I saw the cache, but was a bit feared of getting stuck. Like, we need the poo stuck. Oh, bother. (laughs) I could see the honey jar, so I exercised some newly acquired adulting skills and reached out to Crazy Gamork. With our tools in hand, he made a quick bit of business to make the grab. We signed the log, we did the rocky, hands overhead, top of the stairs victory dance, dropped the travel bug, and I put the ammo can back in its special spot. Seriously, boys, how did you find this? One favorite point coming up. Happy trails from Diesel 350. That's quite well written. Really good word pictures in there, right? Yeah. We all know how Pooh gets stuck. (laughs) And we know the hands over the head rocky pose. (laughs) Nicely done. I, I like this one as well because, I mean, sometimes we'll, we'll read a glow and it's just a funny story or, uh, or or some you know something. And obviously there's some humor in here as well. But if you read between the lines, this also can give you some tips before you go to this cache. So mm-hmm. I think those are what really makes a quality log. This one would get two upvotes, a good story and helpful. Nice. Well, we have a milestone Ooh. from... Limax, let's go ahead and play that. Good day, gentlemen. This is Limax. I'm calling in with a milestone. Yesterday, I found cache number 2,396. It was a bison in a redwood tree uh, at the edge of a parking lot near a Bass Pro. But, hey, 2,396 is unique. Uh, You take the first two digits, of that number, and if you reverse them and multiply by three, you get the last two digits. How cool is that? Bye. <laughs> Limax, so first of all, congratulations on your milestone. And secondly, I just love that when Limax sends in his his milestones, or if you follow him on Twitter, you, you see him post a lot of them as well. And they're like these crazy random math facts that mm-hmm. I would have no clue about. So it's fun. I love it. I listened to it and I giggled and he does it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to drop this. Yeah. Mic drop. Yep. Or, awesome. or a math drop right there. Ooh, math drop. Math drop. Nice. That's yeah. a hashtag. So I was going to say hashtag math drop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Awesome. Hey, actually, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to ask something before we get going a little bit further into the show. We've got some My answer feedback. Is no. Oh, okay. Well, good, because the question's for Jesse. Okay. Uh, we've got some feedback in the chat. Jesse, just asking that when you do talk, if you can lean forward into the mic a little bit. Oh, yeah. it, it's been a little quiet so far. Of course. Yeah, I was getting too comfortable here. I'll there we go. <laughs> yeah, no naps during the show, Jesse. There we go. Okay, no, no napping. I've got, yeah, got it. I'm ready. <laughs> I know it's late, but you'll sleep well afterwards because I always do. Um, I had my coffee, so I'm all set. <laughs> when uh, when I first 
sent an email to Jesse wanting to know if she'd be on the show. She, she introduced herself with a title that I hadn't heard before. And I don't know if she'll be able to live it down, but <laughs> welcome Jesse, the self-proclaimed ape queen. Ape queen. <laughs> I put on for the, uh, that was a gift for the visual uh, audience. The, for the audio audience, I crowned myself. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we're going to talk tonight about the Going Ape event 2019. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who may not have met before, can you give us a bit of your geocaching background? How long have you been playing? How are you involved in the geocaching community? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my human name is Jesse. My caching handle is JT Coffee. And um, I started caching in 2011, back when I lived in Michigan. And it was, we we worked at a nature center and we were collaborating one year and a friend of mine's like, you know, I really think we should do some geocaching classes here. It would align with mission. People would think it was really fun. And everyone's like, yeah, no, we don't even know what that is. That's a stupid idea. We're definitely not doing that. And then um, next year, same thing. We had the same response. And then right after that, a local school called and said, do you think you all could offer an after school club about geocaching for our second graders? And we said, glad you asked. <laughs> what a great idea. Um, and so then um, we, I thought, well, if I'm going to be teaching about it, I had probably had better have done it once or twice before. So that was February in 2011 in Michigan. And the first cache I found was a multi and it was the waypoint was stapled under a bench and that we had to completely dig out from the snow in order to find the cords. And then we had to get to a bush and then dig out the bush from the snow. Um, but it was a nice big ammo can and I remember it very clearly and I've been hooked. I'm totally stuck on and I haven't gone really much more than 90 days from then not caching <laughs> and um, moving here. I'm originally from here, but moving back home here, it's such a gift to live by HQ and all these amazing primo caches and special, special places. And um, it's so exciting to be around a really caching focused area and it's inspired me to go caching nearly every day i've been on a streak for a couple for three years now and and yeah i can't get enough (laughs) well we're glad you're here to talk about your history and ape history right yeah a little bit by the way there's a comment before i go into that from gsm times two in the chat it says jesse would be excited to know that michigan state parks just launched a 100 cash geo tour that's awesome. So there you go. I mean, you what may have to go back and visit. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So your history involves Michigan. What about the Going Ape event history? Can you give us a little idea how the Going Ape event started? Maybe some of the major event milestones involved? Yeah. Going Ape. Um, this is this year is its 10th year. Nice. And it didn't start out as a mega, but it got to its meg- being mega status in its second year, which is really exciting. And it's had... Uh. Lots of different iterations over time, but it celebrates the ape cache that is in our state. And, um, you know, a lot of the lab caches that we're going to have as part of the event this year is actually going to focus on some WSGA history and some ape cache history because the ape cache itself has had a really interesting um 
little story. The um, events, our club has had a lot of different little bits of history. The, the event has looked different here and there. There's lots of different things featured. And those are going to be some of the fun aspects of the lab caches that we're going to offer. Nice. Now, this year, 10th anniversary, that's pretty special. It is. So is there special things planned for Going Ape? Oh, my goodness. There are so many things. I have tons of notes. Let's see. <laughs> First of all, the swag. The swag is special this year. There are different places that you can get swag to get excited for the event. Either um, you can have it, you know, we will have it prepared for you at the event, and it's, which is exciting. No matter where you order it from, it will be in a little bundle ready for you when you come to the event. Um, from, you can order all apparel from Red Hat. That's bags and shirts and hats. And this year, the, what's exciting about that, about this partnership with, with Red Hat, is that you can pick the color of the shirt. You can decide if it's a long sleeve, a short sleeve, a tank top, whatever you're most comfortable in. You can customize it so that you can add your own special tracking code or your handle or any special team name that you're going to the event with. Um, and we haven't been able to offer customizable shirts before, which is really cool. And, um, then in through our own WSGA online store, we have the swag bags. And what's special about those this year is we have some old vintage ones. We've got we've gone through the vault and found some old uh, vintage coins, which is cool, and some old swag that were from previous events that um, maybe you missed out on. Maybe you didn't get the upper echelon swag bag, but we've got some of those still left so that um, if you wanted to fill out your full collection, you definitely could do that. And then this year we have our 2019 swag bags. We've got three different levels of those. One of the swag bags offers VIP parking, which is totally new and mind blowing. We haven't done that before. And um, if you've come in the past when it's a really busy year and we're sending you to different lots and all of the parking coordinators are talking on walkie talkies, sending you everywhere. Um, you can get VIP parking and be escorted to your spot, mm. which is pretty slick. Ooh. And um, all of our designs were were done by Crystal at Cash and Swag, which are and they are incredible. The coin is incredible. We haven't released a picture of it yet, but we've done some little little spoilers, and it's going to be it's really big, and it's going to be totally different than our the coins that we've done in the past. So we're really excited about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's swag. And then, um, other exciting things, we've got some guests and vendors that are going to be at the event. Cashly's coming, which is really cool. WSJA is going to have a merch table. There's going to be a table of with this local, um, podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. They're actually pretty cool. It's called Cashing in the Northwest. They're going to be there. So I'm going to start listening to that. We can check that out. Yeah, you definitely should. I think you might. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We and um, different other caching vendors are going to be there. So you'll have the opportunity to pick up some containers, pick up some 
maybe coins, some exclusive event stuff. Uh, at the WSJ table, something new that we're doing this year is a silent auction for a full set of 2017 coins. I have an example of a couple right here from my set. I don't have a full set. There's not very many full sets that exist of the five different coin sets, but here a little, little closer there, there's the white edition, ah. which is pretty cool. And for eighth cash fans, you'll know that 2017 was a special year because that that was the year that it got reactivated. Um, so that's really cool. Um, that, that little bit of information might be helpful for a lab cache later on. Yeah, you might want to <laughs> just make a mental note of that and going into it. I think that's a great plan. <laughs> um, the lab caches itself are actually, that's are another really cool special thing. Um, as you're preparing to go, remember that Adventure Labs this year are done through all through the app. So in your preparation, when you're home and your Wi-Fi, download the Adventure Lab app so that you can do those when you get there. And then we'll have 20 lab caches for the event. 10 of them are going to be available ahead of and after the event. And that's going to help you explore the area. And then the other 10 are going to be during the event. And that's going to be, like I was mentioning, some ape cache history, some ape event history, some WSGA history history, little videos giving you an in-depth view of uh, the club history, the cash history, the event history, stuff like that. Um, maybe even some stuff happening inside the tunnel. Just an idea. We're really excited. I think it'll be really cool. Um, the signal's going to be there, which is cool. We love having signal there, and it's always fun to get your picture taken with them. Um, we also new this year, or uh, we, you may remember in the past where we've been able to have some like a pre-funk event and we're able to do that again this year. We have a an event in the works as a breakfast event. So if you are maybe working on a busy day challenge or you just want breakfast before your um, big, big caching day, you'll be able to join the WSGA for breakfast in Issaquah. And um, that's hosted by our Puget Sound chapter, which is going to be great because um, who doesn't like donuts and breakfast i mean really <laughs> is it going to be uh, at that uh, same donut shop that they had the handout for the geocoin fest where they're handing out the crayons and the passports uh, i think so I that was a pretty cool donut shop yeah big parking lot too so um, that works but uh, that will be published in the next couple of days. So make sure you keep your, your eyes out for that so you can log your will attend for that. Because um, you've definitely already logged your will attend for the ape event. That we know for sure. Brylang did. He just said so in the chat. <laughs> That's right. Nice. And Land Monkeys has uh, logged your, you logged your will attend recently. I caught that. Ah, awesome. Nice. Yeah. I've been geostocked. Excellent. <laughs> so much for flying under the radar. <laughs> uh, let's see what else other cool stuff that's going to, our refreshment table is always going to be there. So that's good. You should definitely bring some snacks because there's not a big restaurant nearby or anything like that, but we will have our refreshment table and um, there will be snacks and bananas because it's an ape event, of course. Um, then uh, let's see. Uh, uh, if you've ever played the 
Spot the Ape game. I know you, I think you guys have played it in the past. I know I've played it in the past. Um, that's going to be a little bit new and different this year. We, we have played it it's the got this year it'll have the same general idea and if you're new to this game basically people go out and hide these little tags other people go and find them and then you bring them to the event and you get to redeem it you keep the you keep the little tag too but you get to redeem it for a geocoin that's trackable on geocaching.com and maybe it's a special you know like a a special edition of the event coin um and we're playing that again this year. It is such a fun thing to do. Uh, we're partnering with uh, Snag the Tag, if you've ever played that with them. It's a similar type of thing, but it'll be run through their site. Um, so you definitely should log on to Snag the Tag, create a profile. Even if you're not a hider, you can still be a finder, because if you're a finder, that's how you log that you found one. And you can set up notifications so that if there's some that have published right in your area, you'll get the heads up right away and um there will be a new if you've played snake the tag before there will be a new element of troops and co competition between different groups around the state and we have expanded the hiding radius outside of washington state which is mm. really Fifty. I know. I know some people who might appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> no one. <laughs> yeah. So not only will they be hidden in Washington State, but every county touching Washington State in Oregon and Idaho, and then sixty miles. Um, sorry, miles, not kilometers, <laughs> into British Columbia. <laughs> like eight thousand kilometers north. Wow, sixty miles. So yeah, that's like a hundred kilometers. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty far north into BC that you're going. Yeah, that it's like into gold country almost. Almost, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we just <laughs> want to be able to play the game with as much as many of our friends and attendees as possible, and and um, that's awesome. Yeah, we're really excited about it. Yeah, Spot the Ape is a lot of fun. You get on there, you you try to find these little um, little tags. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just take them to the event and you get a full-fledged coin. Now, where can you get these tags? Besides uh, finding fact, them, if you wanted to help spread the joy. <laughs> that is something also that's new. We're offering hider packets for WSJ members. And there's a special little portal in our WSJ online store that members can go in and purchase a packet. And I'll tell you, there are like single digit number of packets left. I think the last I heard there were eight hider packets left and, um, the game begins July 1st. So if you want in, now is the time. Log on and get yours and it'll get shipped to you right away. And you can start planning where you're going to hide these tags. And the, what's cool, the tag actually interacts with the coin, which is new this year. Mm. Cool. So go over to snagthetag.com. Mm -hmm. Create a profile. Get all your notifications set up because you want one of these. Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah yeah they're way cool and it sounds like you better do that quickly yeah. <laughs> but you can still play even if you're not a hider though absolutely so. they're so fun to find if you are like a first to find hound this is all for you because <laughs> you're the only person that gets to find it <laughs> <laughs> first awesome. and only to find exactly 
So Jesse, we had a a question from GSM times two. He's wondering if there will be hotspot Wi-Fi at the event. You know, that's something we've been talking about and we haven't decided uh, yet at this point, it's not in the, we haven't, not decided to have it. We have been discussing it because we do know it's pretty rugged out there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of services, uh, cell services don't um, reliably work, certainly not in the tunnel. Um, And then the further you get really to the ape cache, the more spotty the service becomes. So we're working on that because we know it's a challenge for a lot of people. Well, speaking of where it is outside of town and not near maybe some, uh, easy to grab Wi-Fi and things. Can you tell us a little bit more about the location of the event? Because we have people listening that maybe we know, oh, it's just right up by 90 Snoqualmie Pass right there. It's in our backyard practically, but we have people listening that aren't familiar with the area. So maybe how to get there and and where it's going to be and all that neat stuff. Yeah. It's a special place, I think. It's uh, near Snoqualmie Pass, which is on uh, Highway 90, kind of near the middle of the state, more in the mountains, kind of on the on the western side. And uh, it's on the Iron Horse Trail, which means it's railroad grade. It's a long walk from the parking lot out to the uh, cache itself, if you're headed out there. But it's very, very flat. It's railroad grade. And one of the cool things about the walk is that you? it takes you through an old tunnel. And uh, it is dark. It is cold, but it is so cool in there, literally and figuratively. Um, And there are some caches in there. There's an earth cache in there. There's a really high favorite um, cache in the middle. Um, I've even heard there's an archive puzzle in there. Hmm. Mm. And uh, there's like even a cache on top of it, which is pretty cool. Um, There's an earth cache inside it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. And you are welcome to ride a bike through. A lot of people do. You're welcome to walk through yourself. Uh, a lot of people bring their dogs through. I um, I think two years ago, I met a cat who walked through. He was trackable. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> and he did great. He had a wonderful day. It was really cute. Um, and it's quite fun because there are lots of people going in there with you. If you went in there by yourself, it would have that extra creepy factor. But this whole group mentality, let's all go out and celebrate finding this cash together. It can be really, really fun. Um, we always recommend that you bring light because it's truly pitch black dark. The tunnel itself isn't straight. It has a little bit of a curve. So when you get in there, you can't see the end. It's just this abyss that you're walking through. And every once in a while, you get little drips on you. It's very cave-like. So bringing uh, glow sticks or headlamps or lanterns. Or, or all of the above. <laughs> and extra batteries for any of those lights that need yeah. Yes. Yes. Pro tip. (laughs) Good idea. I I love the tunnel. Uh, Every year I go up there, I don't have to go through the tunnel again. And I get up there and I go, I want to go through the tunnel. I just, I love, now it's two and a quarter miles long. And as you said, there's a slight turn in it. So as you're walking, you can't see the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you'll, you'll make a small turn and you go, there it is. I can see the end. I will get there. (laughs) But remember, if you walk through, you have to walk back. Yes. So. And what we are actually also able to offer this year, if, um, if, 
the you would like to make it through and get to that uh, to the ape cache plus the other ones there are actually a couple others that are on the other side of the tunnel between mm -hmm. the end of the tunnel and the ape cache itself um if you if accessibility is an issue we will have a vehicle that is uh requires pre-registration there's no extra charge of course for it but you'd have to give us a heads up so that we'll have a roster and you know if um, you need an extra hand to get over there to that cash. We will help you out. I volunteer a ride on land monkey shoulders throughout the tunnel and back for any of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ooh, you can offers made up. by other hosts of this show will not necessarily be uh, honored <laughs> by me. <laughs> okay. I've walked it. I've ridden a bike through. Both are uh, very easy. You know, as you said, it's railroad grade. It's a, it's a flat walk. It's a straight walk. It's long. It's dark. Uh, but if you've got a good flashlight and really during the event, there's enough people going through. You don't necessarily need a flashlight. It's a lot more fun with one, though. Yeah, I'd bring one. <laughs> I would bring one. I yeah. would go in there without one. But, you know, I've I've gone in and turned off my flashlight and going, yeah, there's enough ambient light in here with all these people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the benefit of Omega. There's, you've got exactly. some camaraderie there for you. Yeah. And then, like I said, on the other side, there's a couple other caches. There's an oldie GC 79 is mm -hmm. over there. Um, there's another uh, 2008 cache that's over there. And then of course, GC 1169, the mission of light or tunnel of light mission nine mm -hmm. ape cache. Yes. In the original container. So you there can get that or ape icon that everybody's looking for. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and just sometimes two points out, it's not right at the mouth of the tunnel. You do have to walk an additional, say, four tenths of a mile or so after you've walked the tunnel. But it it's fun. It's not that far. Right. No. And then, as Jesse said, it's all rail grade. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty easy walking. Mm -hmm. And do you know if the bridge at the other end of the tunnel has been rebuilt? Or I is don't it... know. That's a good question. I'll leave that to the chat. May Hopefully somebody in there knows. Okay. But I don't know off the top of my head. So anyway, that that's fun. If you can get over that with your bike, you can ride for miles on the Iron Horse Trail. Mm -hmm. um, what could people, what should people do before the event to sign up and get ready? Ah, we, the Going 8 Mega is a quote-unquote low-key mega there's no actual registration that has to occur we definitely want you to log your will attend so that we can expect you and the gc code is gc82 rvv romeo victor victor oh, and, look at um, you. you got it yeah long time listener first time caller <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> And so definitely log your will attend. Grab some of that swag from Red Hat and from our online store because that is some exclusive stuff. We haven't ordered a ton of it. We want to keep it really exclusive for the special year. So make sure you grab yours while you can. And like uh, download the Adventure Lab app. That's important so that you have that ready to go so that you can participate in the labs when you get there. Um, and then, yeah, log on to snag the tag and if you're so excited ahead of time and want to play spot the ape, uh, highly recommended. It'll mm -hmm. be so much fun. And a word of warning to anybody coming down from Canada, the adventure lab app is something that you have to have data for. So mm -hmm. there may be some roaming charges or, you know, make a friend or, <laughs> exactly. or plan ahead. Yeah. 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 Yep. So that's good to know. Yeah. And that's a really good point. And we've, we've heard varying 
feedback from different people in different locations. Uh, you know, folks from the U.S. coming up to do adventure labs in Canada, folks from Europe, it, you know, wherever you're coming from, it's just something you need to be aware of because it just is the way it is. Um, so there you so, have it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to do with the hosts or guests on this show. Um, so we've talked about what people can do to get ready for the event, Jesse, and we've talked about uh, one of the things they should definitely bring is a flashlight and batteries. What else, um, if people have not walked through the tunnel before, been to a Going Ape event, what else is, is there that they should be thinking about that they should make sure they bring with them? I would definitely bring some water. I usually bring more water than I feel like I need just because it is a long walk and mm -hmm. there's not drinking fountains or anything out there. Like I said, we'll have that refreshment table, but it's a pretty rugged place or rustic place. And so there will be porta johns out there for people to use, but there's no real running water or in buildings or anything like that. Uh, it's definitely a trailhead. And so I bring lots of water and snacks, even though the APE event happens mid-August. We haven't said that yet. It happens uh, April 18th. Um, August. August, 18th. August. April? Going April? <laughs> Goodness, no. <laughs> August. April um, does sound like April. It sounds right, but it's I August. Know, it, that could be a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, August, it's typically a really hot summer day. Um, but inside the tunnel, it's like being in a cave. It's mm. usually around 55 degrees in there. And so bringing a backpack with some layers, because you'll definitely want to be wearing your um, really neat going ape 2019 t-shirt that uh, you'll have gotten and picked up at the swag table before you go into the tunnel. But then you might get chilly. So um, bringing a sweatshirt or another jacket and a hat because you will get dripped on in yes. there even if it hasn't rained for months. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, some sort of light, whatever makes most sense for you. If you don't want to carry a lantern, a lantern will give you more light, but a headlamp can be really nice. Just don't, you know, blind the people that you're walking with um, or a little pen light or it's fun to bring some glow sticks. We see a lot of people have their mm -hmm. glow stick necklaces or some cool chains or they put them on their bike and they decorate them. That's always really fun. I highly recommend that. I think we did that once. We we put some lights on the bicycles when we rode through and 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 it's good. Yeah. And I found we needed two. We needed one pointing forward and another one pointing straight down at our wheel so we could see where the you know where the wheel is right there and, and a little bit in front of us. Avoid some of the big puddles and rocks and things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, it is, a, it's a drippy, wet, cold place, even in the heat of summer. Well, yeah. we call that the drinking fountain in there. You know, you just align your bottle, right? You can catch a few drips and you'll be fine. <laughs> a little high in calcium, but yeah, it's, it's all right. filtered water. So Chris, Chris, you mentioned that you could probably go through the tunnel with just the ambient line of other people, but GSM times two points out that's that, that works until you run into somebody coming the other way that's doing the same thing <laughs> and you actually run into them right yeah and Lang says that not having a flashlight is a safety hazard when bicycles are going by that's yeah. true yeah because they can't see you i know that we are all aware of everything going on around us but not everybody else is paying attention what just, just saying i know surprising things can happen i mean if if a, if someone's walking their dog and the dog gets surprised because yeah. somebody yelps ahead you just never know yeah yeah yeah. I, I was suggest odd monster in the tunnel, yeah, fen dweller <laughs> kind of thing. Who knows? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, fen dwellers. Um, I was also going to suggest, uh, based on past experiences, 
uh, you are in an alpine area, even when you're not in the tunnel. And we've had times when we've been up at the Going Ape event where the wind can pick up. Yeah. And so having the light jacket isn't just for being in the tunnel. You might want to just have one with you because, you know, you're in the Northwest, you're in the mountains, think layers. So yeah. be mm-hmm. prepared. Exactly. Exactly. So you've talked about T-shirts, coins, all kinds of really cool swag. Can you buy that at the event? Are there going to be vendors and swag up there at the event, or do you have to buy it ahead of time? Uh, There will be stuff available at the event, a limited number of stuff. It'd be easiest and fastest for you if you got it ahead of time, because then we'll we'll create a little bundle for you, and then you quickly walk over and pick it up. But there will definitely be swag from us and then other vendors there um, in case you see something and you're inspired and you can't not take it home. They'll still be able to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, okay, we're all excited. We're all ready to go. Where can we find out more information and register? That is head over to geocaching.com. Give the um, GC code gc 82 RVV, Romeo, Victor, Victor, and uh, log your will attend so that we can know that you're coming. You can go to redhat.com for all the apparel. That's the bags and the shirts and the hats and stuff like that. And then WSJ online for all of the swag bag stuff, the coins and the other fun prizes that come with. Nice. Yeah. And if you're on the fence about maybe you got the ape cash you know years and years ago when it was new and you found all of the other caches inside the tunnel and you're not really up for that long walk just for the sake of a long walk or and you kind of think yeah maybe i've been there done that something that you can always consider doing is volunteering for the event we need lots of uh, people to help us out either to help out people who don't know where they're going maybe they've never been there you can help monitor the tunnel you can help monitor or be at some of the parking areas or at some the welcome table and help people get situated you can help with the trackable table you can help all in all kinds of ways and we have a little thank you t-shirt and path tag for you if you um, want to help us out with that and if you would like to volunteer you can just send us an email and you can uh, email really any of our website or our email addresses that you can find on our WSGA um, website, info at WSGA dot or info at WSJAonline.org is probably the fastest one, but anyone that you find will make its way to me and I can make sure that I uh, set you up with a good thing for you to do and some time to do the lab caches as well. It's that special email ape queen filter. It That's right. That way. It all filters down to me. You can do spot the ape at wsjonline.org or any of that. It'll uh, social media, whatever you find will make its way to me. <laughs> you truly are the ape queen. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Chris Brew in the, uh, I'm sorry, uh, MC three cats in the chat. I'm sorry. I just outed him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> says there's a ton of info on the event page. Uh, we even have a host hotel in Issaquah for mm-hmm. folks that are traveling from long distances. That's handy. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And that's not, not a bad drive from Issaquah up to... Not at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. 40 miles. It's a beautiful scenery through the Cascades. Yep. I mean, goodness. And that really is the closest town to um, the to the Hayek exit there. So, mm-hmm. Well, Jesse, we 
thank you so much. We look forward to sharing more updates, maybe a little bit on the geocaching 20th anniversary going ape 2020 Ooh. and geo Woodstock 18. So exciting. I hope you've had fun listening to this episode. Uh, next week we are talking about planning geocaching trips guys summers are almost here well you tomorrow know, tomorrow it is here yeah and uh, we have christy from the geo travelers helping us with our travel plans absolutely that's going to be fantastic and we've got lots more shows coming up we'll keep you guys apprised of what those are as we get our schedule filled out for the summer um, your hosts will be in and out as we all have different things going on throughout the summer as everybody else does, but we will make sure that we keep fun episodes coming each and every Thursday for you. And part of what makes it possible for us to do that is of course our sponsors. And I want to take a moment to thank Landsharks, our corporate Denali level sponsor. Landsharks.ca is the outdoor adventure and geocaching store. Check them out online or go in person and visit their store in Victoria, British Columbia. They're open six days a week except holidays and they ship online orders a daily. And uh, we also want to thank our faithful Denali level supporters, which of course are Landsharks, but also JP's Geo Designs, Bounce Bounce, Limax, Team Squirrel, and WorldCaching.com. If you want to know more about supporting the show, just head on down and click that Patreon link on the cachingnw.com website. And as a special thanks to all of our supporters. That's right. We also want to thank Broncos Vent for Life, Router, Camp Clan, Take Magnet, Kev MacD, Subway Mark, Dormore, Buddy, Kid Vegas 19, GeoNav Pros, Wino Seattle, HackerDoc. Billy Robson, Genies, Anteus, Kate's 94, Trexer Zero, MC Three Cats, Kettle Barb, M Nerve, Wet Coaster and Green Words, Segehove, Alarobic, The Keepers of the Cash Flow, Highlands Guy, The Geo Travelers, Boomer 365, GSM Times 2, and brand new this week, Kitty Quest. So thank you all very much. Yes, thank you to everybody for your support. We sure appreciate it. We appreciate everybody for bringing this show to you this Thursday and the next Thursday. But between those Thursdays, if somebody wanted to reach out and get in touch with us, JT Coffee, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, so many different ways. The WSJ is on all social media channels, so feel free to find us there, Washington State Geocaching Association on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to connect to you there. If you'd like to find me personally, I'm on um, I'm on Facebook as well as at Jesse, J-E-S underscore S-E-A on Instagram. Oh, that's very clever. <laughs> Very Pacific Northwest of you. I'm going to go look that up after the show. <laughs> You're not following her already? Oh, I probably am, actually. I'm gonna have go, I have to go confirm that I am. How about you, Land Monkey? Where can they find you? Well, you know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, it's at LandMonkeyGC. And you can find our website, LandMonkey.ca. And, of course, on YouTube, we've got our YouTube channel with uh, L-A-N-M-O-N-K-E-Y, LandMonkey. And wit's end, my friend, where do folks find you? Right here Thursday night. Otherwise, Twitter, Facebook, geocaching.com, message center. I'm just wit's end. I'm out there on Instagram too, but it's weird. <laughs> you can find me if you look. 
Oh, I got to go follow you on Instagram now just to see uh, how weird it is. I never post anything, but I'm mostly a lurker on social media. But if you send me a message, I do try to get back to you. How about you, Chris? Oh, look for me on Twitter or Facebook at CashingNW. I'm on Instagram, but pretty much lurking just like everyone else. Because that's where all my nephews are, nephews and nieces. <laughs> I try to follow them. On Instagram, I'm Cashing in the Northwest. Better yet, head on over to CashingNW.com slash house. Read all, about, read all our bios and find all those links we just mentioned, even if I can't say it right. Mm. But most of all, we want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Cashing in the Northwest. Don't forget that you can be part of the show. Call in to 253-693-TFTC. Is it that late already? <laughs> my my words are leaving me. Keep going, buddy. You got it. 253-693-TFTC. Leave us a comment. Ask us a question or be willing to ride us on a bike through the tunnel any time of the day or night. Of course, you can email us at feedback at cashingnw.com. Don't forget that your support, support helps keep quality shows coming. If you like the show, please click the Patreon link on the cashingnw.com website and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Give us a thumbs up or even a review. The show's produced by Chris Umfenauer, Jim Paulwitz, and Jay Kennedy. It's licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license, copyright 2019 by Chris Umfenauer. And now we ask you to stay tuned for the after show. For those of you who may be new to Cashing in the Northwest, the after show is a time for us to communicate with those listening live. You've asked questions. You maybe use the hashtag FATAS right there in the chat and want to know something that maybe pertains to the topic. It could be completely random. We never know what we're going to get, what we're going to get. And it's usually a surprise. We never know what we're going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. And it's a complete surprise to me right now. <laughs> surprise. Okay. JT Coffee. Yeah. One of the things that have been asked several times. Oh my is goodness. people want to see the tracking number on your shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Ding. Is it working? Yes, good. it is. And so yeah. because that works so well in the audio, if you're listening, it's N-Y-W-M-Victor-1. Nice. Oh, and we can do my name tag, too. Mm. Oh, goodness. Look there. careful. Yeah, careful. Dangerous. Uh, G-S-K. Talk, Jesse. We can't see. Oh, it. sorry. I was. I was. You're, you're doing great. G S K Z T T. G S K Z T T. Excellent. Tango, tango. Tango, tango. That's right. I think I've been to that country of tango, tango. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's great this time of year. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's see. <laughs> we start off with an. I'm going to read this, but and then I'm going to uh, admonish him at the same time. GSM says, can we talk about Ape 2020 now that we've talked about the 10th edition? No. Next. Yeah. Patience, my friend. Move on. Patience, Grasshopper. It is all in development. We're, we are working to give you Ape the 10th anniversary first, and then we will give you Ape 2020. But it is in development where everything we've come up with is super exciting so far, and we're very excited at the possibilities. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> I love the I love the Machiavellian finger movement as you say that. That's awesome. It's all coming very together. Ape Queen. <laughs>
Um, yeah. I, I just add to what Jesse was saying there with respect to 2020. Of course, everybody's excited about all the stuff that's going on. And I just want to throw out as well that one of the really cool things is that the WSGA, Geocaching HQ, um, the Geo Woodstock planning team, and the British Columbia Geocaching Association are all working together for like this hashtag PNW Geo Extravaganza amazing um, week plus a couple of days of just insane geocaching fun. So it's quite the hashtag you threw out there. It, you like that? Hashtag. Yeah. Uh, PNW Geo Extravaganza. There you go. And the sentence you put in after that, I thought that was all one hashtag. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that would use up all the characters in Twitter. Likely. Just one hashtag. That's all we get in yeah. a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So it is super cool, and it's it's awesome to be working with so many super enthusiastic, experienced, and just fun people. That this is going to be mind blowingly amazing for everybody who gets to come and enjoy it. And and it's fun just to work with everybody on getting it getting it going. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, Trexer Zero says, uh, "Don't forget the Master Ninjas going on right now for Snag the Tag, and that's beyond Washington State. That's in the entire country, I believe. Snag the Tag. It's globally. Entire world. Wow. Yeah. Yes, there's a tag in Australia this time. This particular, and I I know a bit. What are you doing sitting here? (laughs) They um. Oh, sorry. Everything froze up there for a minute. I'm the, I'm actually the reviewer for snagthetag.com in my other life and wow. other things that I do. I know. Um, so that's, it's, uh, it's, that's a really fun game that's going on right this minute. If you logged into snagthetag.com, you could um, see if you can set up your notification to see if a ninja posts near you this in this game you're finding a little backpack and then you can redeem it for a little ninja who will wear their little backpack it's very cool and it's all trackable on geocaching.com oh i didn't realize those were trackable okay cool now the whole idea is you're trying to find a ninja you should never be able to find a ninja that's right nobody said they're good ninjas oh okay (laughs) fair enough Oh, let's see. Keats94 says, I was in Langley to find Land Monkey's AR cache. Great hide, a lot of fun, and please do check it out. It's BC's first AR cache. That is GC83 Whiskey uh, Papa 4. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Keats, for the shout out. That's, uh, I got that one in right right against the, the deadline almost of when they were going to cut off creating AR caches. And I realized there weren't any in British Columbia. And I'd been playing around for like half a year with testing out and trying out different things to see if mm-hmm. I can get it to work. And mm-hmm. um, then I realized, ah, I'm running out of time. <laughs> done. I like that he pointed out it was in Langley. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Why you sold that? Land monkey yeah. and Langley. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> MC3 cat, who I don't know his real name. I'm just saying, I, I don't know who that is. Uh, it's like opening Christmas gifts on Christmas Day. Yeah. What, what's that in relation to? That's what I was wondering. I was hoping somebody else had it. I think it's just having Jesse on the show is like Christmas. Pretty much. It's discovering trackables. It's getting information. Oh, my goodness, Christmas. <laughs> I think it's like when you pre-order your swag and you get to go pick it up. Ooh. Oh, my god! At the event. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 
that will be that the design is incredible you can see it online um crystal did such an, a great job it's so cool there's there's you can see it from a distance and it looks cool and then there's so many tiny little details in it that just you keep you notice something new every time you look at it oh i love that that's awesome you know, I have to say the WSGA has really knocked it out of the park in the last couple of years with their coin designs and some of the other things. So for sure, yeah. I might be a little biased, but it's the truth. <laughs> uh, GSM times two. Now, I was cruel to you a few minutes ago, but <laughs> now now we can come back. We're friends again. This is Chris. Your y- words are usually gone by now. You've done good. <laughs> yeah awesome. all right well i think that being introverts <laughs> yeah pretty much wraps up our our show for tonight um really do, appreci- have a rainier oh. story. do you have a rainier story oh well it's it's it came up because because of the whole running up mount rainier thing it's not actually a rainier story it's a uh, hiking with rock chalk story oh um but uh, for anybody who's had the pleasure of going out and spending the day geocaching with Rock Chalk and uh, Mrs. Rock Chalk, I'm not, I'm not sure. They, they cache under the same name. So I guess I'm going to do the same thing I do with Mrs. Monkey. So it's Mrs. Chalk. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, they're, they're awesome, fun people to spend the day with. And we, were, we went out and did the Diaz Vistas Trail, which um, is this really awesome trail but it's got quite the steep incline right at the beginning uh, and then you kind of walk along a ridge and you've got this amazing view out over the indian arm and you can see burnaby in north vancouver and the city of vancouver and stanley park and it, it's just it's spectacular it's a great trail and we went up and over the ridge came down looped back around we're coming back up and we're on our way back up and my my, my legs started to cramp up which does not happen to me very often but it's happened um, on at least one other hike with our regular group that we go hiking with, um, it was about a year ago, maybe two years ago, but it's like, oh man. And they just start cramping up and to the point where like, I can't step, I can't move my legs. So I have to stand still for a little bit, wait and let the cramping go down and then I can move for a little while. So, um, you know, we always, uh, remind people about, um, planning for their hikes and, and all that kind of stuff. And I had tons of water, but I didn't have the right kind of electrolytes with me and I was sweating it up. And, you know, it's just the kind of stuff you need to be thinking about. And if I was by myself, that could have been a very different outcome uh, of how that day went. So it's a cautionary tale opportunity uh, to remind folks to make sure you bring the right stuff for the hike, uh, your three T's, um, trip plan, which we did. We actually did a trip plan and using the trip plan app on Adventure Smart. Good uh, job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and training, uh, which you know usually isn't a problem. Um, and uh, this time we had the essentials, but I didn't have the right kind of hydration and uh, cramped up. So there you go. Things to be aware of. Pro tip. Pro tip. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. So do we need some electrolyte, some powdered electrolyte formula we can put in the water? Well, that's one thing you can do. Um, um, I'm going to try actually on a future hike, bringing uh, a, some coconut water 
with me mm -hmm. because that's loaded with electrolytes and I like coconut water. So that's going to be something I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. um, I usually bring um, uh, at least one Gatorade with me and I didn't this mm -hmm. time. So that was just poor planning on my part. Well, and really any salt will provide those electrolytes you're looking for. Yeah, you could bring a salt lick. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> if you can get it away from the deer. Yeah. There's that. Uh, what, what are they, 25 pounds? You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> you could bring a salty snack, some nuts. That's what I was imagining you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> or a salt lick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't gone hiking with me yet, have you, Jesse? <laughs> No, we went. To, we went to Monte Cristo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were on the Monte yeah. Cristo hike together. Yeah. I forgot about that. Salt Lakes were involved. No. Also but, railroad grade. It, it was also railroad grade, but there were wasps involved. I remember that one. Yes. 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 Uh, log crossing and uh, and as as I recall, an outhouse without a lock on the door, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, my my favorite part of that trip was pushing the turntable, the train turntable. That was fun. That was a so hoot. Cool. There's probably a video of that in one of Land Monkey's channels. I guarantee there is. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, thanks for joining us this week. And until next week, get out and get caching in the Northwest. <laughs>